The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun, they're funny, they make you smile, they put a happy face on you, and it's better than driving down the road looking like Eeyore. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. How fast? Four, three. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide we want to be doers and not just hearers of the word. I was talking to somebody yesterday afternoon, and they were like, I'm not doing uh, this one particular thing that you suggested I do. And I said, well, do you want to be a doer? He said, yes. I said, ready? Do it. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Also, humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Great question. And Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. That gives us a lot of room to make mistakes. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a prayer request, a praise report, if you're just trying to answer Bible trivia or you just want somebody to hear your voice, don't hesitate to reach out to us, 972 445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. That's when Terrific T answers the phone, and that is terrific. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or email us. Yeah, even during the show. David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. So with that, we lead you to the website, hemustincrease.org. And the reason that we do that is because there's audio and video and some fun things and encouraging things and challenging things on that website, as well as an opportunity to give if the Lord puts it on your heart, only if the Lord leads you to, and you believe that's what he wants you to do. There is also a place to get a book. That's nice. Electronically, it's free. Print, it's $6.95. We probably get about 90 to 93 cents a book. <laughs> if you read the book and you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. That's how confident I am that it will be a blessing. Hopefully, it will be a blessing and something that you can use to bless other people. But please check it out. Go to he must increase. 
www.hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All righty. Uh, like I told you, okie dokie artichokey, that's theological. All righty then, that's not theological. Who determined that? I did. So uh, that's how we're going to go with that one. We're getting ready to go into Psalms. I want to open up with a word of prayer, if that is okay, because I know there's some people that are hurting. So let us join in one mind and one heart and offer up our faith before the Lord, believing that he can and will do the things that we petition him in. Father, we come before you in the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ our Lord, and we ask you specifically for your aid and assistance for certain people in our audience that are really hurting, Lord. Physically, they're hurting. Emotionally, they're hurting. Psychologically, they're hurting. At times, Lord, they feel very alone, and that's when I'm I'm really praying and petitioning you for your presence to surround them at those times and to remind them that they are never abandoned. They are never alone. And in the meantime, as they're going through their trial and their affliction, that they would not take their eyes off of you, that we would never take our eyes off of you, but we would keep focused on you while we go through everything we encounter so that this journey can be one in which we hold your hand every step that we take. We pray that you help us in this and help the audience, help the people that are hurting. Love on them and bless them and encourage them. We pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Okay, that's the way I wanted to open up the show for today. Sometimes we do that. I do have this little thing inside of me that always kind of goes ding, ding, ding. And that is, I really wish in the church at large, you know, we do spend about 35, 40, 45 minutes teaching. We do spend about 20, 25 minutes in worship. We do spend about 15 minutes in communion. We do spend about 20, 30 minutes in fellowship. And usually the corporate prayer lasts about 60 seconds. I just really think we should do a little better job in that, but that's just me personally. Hopefully we can get to a better place there. For those that are just kind of tuning in and going, what is this all about? This show is all about Christian fellowship. It's all about acknowledging that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He died on the cross. He was buried, and three days later he rose again. He ascended to the Father's right hand, and he is returning sooner than people think. The bottom line to what we do is to encourage one another as we see the day approaching, passing denominational separations, and understanding what David meant when he said, I am a companion to all them that fear you. That's what we're doing. So that maybe will help. Okay, let's get into the Psalms. Don't forget the secondary word for Psalms. So Psalms is actually a Greek translation per se. The word Psalms actually means song or songs. These were songs. These were happy songs. They were sad songs, but they were a singing unto the Lord. There's also a sense where these words have a thankfulness to them. That's a derivative of the word. And so we're going to look at Psalm 7. You're going to see one of the harder Psalms. This is the Psalm of David. And uh, I think, uh, actually, I think we're in uh, 6. See how bad I am? We're in the second half of verse uh, of Psalm 6. That's because I'm not that smart. So uh, let's do that, and then we'll do Psalm 7 next week. Here's what David said in Psalm chapter 6, verse 6. I am weary with my groaning, and all night 
I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with tears. My eyes waste away because of grief. It grows old because of all of my enemies. So there's something I want you to catch in the very first beginning part, and that is David talking about being on his bed. Now, this we talked about last week. This is a psalm where David is acknowledging that he's done something wrong. He's done something wrong, and he's going through some affliction. And I know that nobody's ever done anything wrong, <laughs> uh, but that as you go through the affliction, there's these times where you're on your bed, and I've done this, and I think most people have done this, where you look up to heaven and you groan. And sometimes that groaning becomes more intense, and it goes from groaning to a little bit of tear dropping. And you're looking up to God, and you're going, I just, I need your help. I want to do it right. I'm not doing this right. I, I wanted to say this correctly. I might have said it with the wrong heart, wrong spirit. And it's almost like a review of some of the things that you really want to do better. But you're bringing all of these things that you know are maybe just running a bit short, and you're drenching your couch. You're drenching your bed with all of these tears. I want you to understand something. Psalm 56 verse 8 says this, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. We think of those tears and we think, oh, you know, we want to do better. We want to be better. We want the Lord to make it better. Maybe this is all based on you just feeling the pain of something you're going through. It's just the groaning of a difficult situation. It's just the frustration of growing pains. I got a message for you. As you grow in the Lord, that phrase growing pains that we use for young kids, they're still pains. Right? And so the, the, later in the psalm, he says, you keep track of all of this, Lord. You know, every, you've collected every tear that I've cried in the bottle. And the reason that we cry these tears is not because we're trying to be rebellious. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Our heart that has been touched by the Lord, our new man, our walking in the spirit dude or dudette wants to do it right. But there's a disconnect from time to time, and we do it wrong. And there's a weeping, and we're sorry, and it hurts. And you think, well, who's the enemy? Uh, you know, the, if the enemy, uh, the, the, our hearts grows, grow old because of our enemies. Well, let's be honest. As a Christian, your enemy is Satan. Your enemy is the world system, and your enemy is your own flesh. And it could be you're being under attack from any one of those three or all three together or a combination thereof. The reality check for us is that that's our enemy. And we cry out to the Lord and we say, please help us in this time. And the Lord lets us know, I hear every one of those prayers. I see every one of those tears. I know what's in your heart. I hear you. And as we get back, we're going to get into that because it's important for you to know that while you're going through whatever you go through, God is still connected to you, even if it feels frustrating, okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 
50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770-KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false, and that happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you are able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean... It was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on my show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, that is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this, said, I don't believe in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Let's get ready for our first trivia question. Going to be one that you're going to have to maybe look up in the Bible. That's okay. Unless you're driving, then we don't want you to drive, turn away from the road, open up your Bible, and start reading it while you're driving. Bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. Don't do stuff like that. Here's the first trivia question. Complete the second beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn. 
What is the rest of that beatitude? Remember, beatitude is a B attitude, an attitude to be. The word also can be translated not just blessed, but happy, uh, fortunate, graced. There's many ways that you can interpret that, but blessed kind of conveys uh, the religious happy. That's what it does. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770 would be the number to call. You can also text in 214-210-8483. I don't even get to finish anymore. and People are just already calling in. It's just like, how do you guys do that that fast? Uh, you can also send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. That's he must increase, David, at he must increase dot org. Uh, let's see. I did want to let everybody know updates have been made to the book that people have sent me. They're already, you send them to me. Boom, 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 boom. So we've already made like 60 updates in 24 hours. <laughs> That's all right. If you got an older copy, you can just say, Hey, it's valuable. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Uh, are we ready for the person to answer? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, Paul. How are you? Wonderful. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to hear that. Amen. Amen. Okay, this is a pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, that's it's it's the beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn. Finish that. Blessed are those who mourn. What? For they shall be comforted. That is correct, Amundo. That's right. And that's amazing because actually what we're teaching on fits right into this. As soon as we're done talking, what I'm going to be talking about is that almost that premise right there. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Awesome. Amen, brother. Excellent job. All right. We appreciate it. And you are a blessing. Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful day. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I see now. So some people say to me, "Well, Dave, can you can you hear everything everybody says?" No. <laughs> you see that? That's why. Right there. Okay. That that'll help you. Good job, Paul. Thank you. All right. So we did that. We did that. Uh, do you want to do DNA or do you want to? No. All right. We'll wait on DNA. Let's get into the rest of this text. This is pretty fascinating stuff, and I'll tell you why. Because what what's happening with David in Psalm six. This is a this is a psalm I think that we can identify with, but we don't we don't typically promote we don't promote it like we'll promote maybe Psalm nineteen or Psalm twenty three or some of the other because this is David going yeah I need some help <laughs> this is what it is and so he says in the in verse six of of Psalm six I'm weary with my groaning all night I make my bed swim I drench my couch my eyes waste away because of grief. Uh, it grows old because of all my enemies. So he knows that it's, you know, and in his case, it, his enemy in this case is his actual enemy plus his flesh, just in case you're trying to figure out which one it is. So it's that too. And then he says this and in verse 8, depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. That statement right there is the same feeling that you have when you think, I just wish everybody that didn't like Jesus would just disappear. Now, you don't say that to anybody else, but you know you think it. I mean, just don't, I mean, there's no point in like being denial. The Lord knows every nuance of every thought, every formulation of every concept that's in your mind, that's in the hidden ca- categories. The only difference is that David was like, yeah, that's how I feel. I wish everybody who was a worker of iniquity would just depart. I mean, that would be just fine. 
And then he says this. And that's a nice way of saying, please go away, all you bad people. Then he says, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. What happens is you you petition the Lord. And if it's uh, if it's something you've done wrong, you petition. If it's something you're going through, you petition. If you're mourning, just what we talked about in the Beatitude, if there's a, a crisis internally, be it for the sake of another or for the sake of yourself, for the sake of a family member, for the sake of a situation that is out of control, and you're mourning over it, you're weeping over it, you're crying over it, whether you were involved in it, whether you helped create it, whether you helped generate it, whether you were part of the genesis of it or not. When you have, whether you had nothing to do with it and the person's just nutty cuckoo or the situation's just absolutely wackadoodle and you can't figure out what to do, there's a mourning that takes place inside of you, and that's what you're doing unto the Lord. You're groaning, you're making your bed swim, you're drenching your couch with tears. Not all tears, by the way, are liquid that comes out of your eyeballs. Some of those tears are deep within your heart. You're just broken. You're just like, oh, my. And then he says, but but the Lord, he's heard my voice. He hears my supplication. And the Lord receives my prayers. God's not rejecting your prayers. You think, well, God doesn't reject anybody's prayers. Perhaps a person who says that should read Proverbs chapter 1 when you find out that's not the case. Yeah, Proverbs 1 where wisdom is defined and people have rejected wisdom, and God's response in Holy Writ is, you rejected me. When you call, I will not answer. Now, that's obviously also in Jeremiah and Ezekiel. I'm just giving you a whole Proverbs to look at and go, whoa. And don't be saying, well, that's wisdom because that's that's not God. That's wisdom because that's wisdom that comes from God. So careful. Here's the bottom line. The Lord receives your prayers. He hears you. Like we said before in the psalm, Every one of those sorrows is tracked. There is a tracer on every tear you shed. Everyone is in a bottle. Everyone is recorded in a book. From a commentary point of view, you can say that there's multiple ways that God records things. I don't know if that's accurate. Here's what I know. I know that God knows every moment that I have felt grief, experienced grief, involved in mourning, whether it's a physical because somebody is hurting or it's a situational, it does not matter. God knows what's going on inside my heart. And what I like about his statement, I'll be honest, where he says, the Lord will receive my prayers, is I want you to understand one thing when you're petitioning God. It only takes a moment for a miracle And all that moment has to be, watch this, is for in your prayer petition, God to say yes. You can go through a whole bunch of stuff. You can have a really difficult time. You can find out that you're identifying to the sufferings of Jesus Christ in an unrighteous fashion, which happens a lot. You can find out that you're suffering for good enough reasons because you did wrong and you're kind of going through the what a man sows that should he also reap. You can find all that stuff out, but you can petition God. You can ask for help. You can seek his mercy. You can seek his comfort. He's a God of comfort. And all God has to do one time in one moment at one time 
prayer petition, at one supplication, he but has to say yes, and it's over. Now think of that. One yes from God can change the direction, the reception, the existence of your life. And you think, well, well, then why doesn't he do it? I don't know. Why aren't you praying? <laughs> well, I did pray. Well, keep praying. Well, I'm not sure he's answering. Well, knock until he opens the door. Ask until he answers. Seek and you'll find it. Pursue him. If you think that God is doing all this just to make you dangle like a puppet, you don't understand what God does. What God does is enjoys the fellowship of his people and loves to be pursued by his people because that means that you are seeking him and he loves people that seek him and he seeks them and he roams for them. In other words, it's a relationship. And God wants you to have a better part of the relationship than just, well, I'll use God in my relationship where he's helpful. No, that's not a relationship. That's abuse. A relationship is reciprocal. You give your time, your priorities, your love, your heart to him, and he gives that to you. Now, he started. He gives it first, but you give it back. That's what a relationship is. A relationship is not you asking God to be your genie. A relationship is you and God in partnership on an earthly journey on your end. He doesn't have, God doesn't have any problems. He's not the one that's lacked. He's not the one that's behind. He's not hurting. Except for when you're hurting because that hurts him because he loves you. See what I'm saying? It's our need to pursue him, to drop it before him. And I'm just reminding you, just as an expectation raiser in your own, uh, something that lifts up your expectation, it only takes a yes. It only takes a moment to make a miracle. In one moment, God can change the whole year. In fact, I don't know how long the trumpet will go, but when the trumpet blows— I don't care what's going on in the world or in the universe. At that moment, the entire existent multiverse, universe, whatever you want, it all changes with the trumpet, period. Now, how much more can God, who created the universe, take care of your scenario, your situation, raise you up, put a new song in your heart, put your feet upon a rock, and change your circumstance with a yes? Right? Yep, he is that big and he is that good. That's our faith. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Taking a short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible 
deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing except more commercials like this one. Let's spare everyone from more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. What is the David Spoon experience? By the way, I found out uh, just the other day, I know you don't know this, but I found out that I am one of the most hated uh, people in the United States of America and in the world. Did you know that? Uh, Because you're a middle-aged white guy? Let me help you out here, son. Let me help you out. Not only am I a middle-aged white guy, by the way, thanks for the middle-aged line. (laughs) Thanks, pal. I appreciate that. I'm not uh, that far behind. Uh, okay, well, that's not the point. The point is, I'm also, ready? Ready? I'm also Jewish, okay? So I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm Christian, so I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm conservative. I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm an American. Got a lot of people that don't like me right there. I mean, you see where we're going with this? And and I have a talk show. <laughs> So that's just, you put all those together. Uh, my you got points, me left. Yeah, I love I, you, buddy. I mean, come on. You know, just because they love me doesn't mean that they're right. And just because they hate me doesn't mean they're wrong. 